0: Actors, we've all got issues, so let's talk about them. I'm Juaniala, and welcome to Actors with Issues. Each week, we bring you interviews with actors from across TV, film, and Broadway, taking many deep dives into their careers and getting into the successes, the struggles, and of course, the issues that they face as actors. That's enough about us. Let's dive into the episode. Today's guest is an actor from stage and screen, currently starring in the new off-Broadway play, Patience. It's Justin Davis. Justin, welcome to the show. Thank you for being
1: here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much.
0: Of course. Uh, so before we dive into um, patience and everything, uh, we're always get started with a quick game called "Getting to Know You." Um, it's not timed. We used to time it, but that always stressed people out. So, uh, but it's just a rapid fire round of questions, uh, starting with coffee or tea.
1: Oh, tea. Yorkshire tea. Big tea fan. F- uh, film or television? Oh, television. You can explore more story on a longer and a longer form. Yeah. Mm.
0: Drama or comedy?
1: <laughs> oh, this is a tough one. Ooh, uh I would say to go with longer form. I'm gonna say drama, drama.
0: Stage acting or screen acting?
1: <laughs> this is another toughie. Um, right now because the patience I'll say stage.
0: A day off. Are you watching a horror movie or a rom com?
1: On a day off, you know, to me, I think there's always room for both of them. So I'll probably start the day with a rom com and then end it in a scary movie or a horror. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, what is the last show you binge watched?
1: Oh, <laughs> Stranger Things. And, you know, of course, shameless plug, but I, I had to get through this season of The Boys as well.
0: <laughs> uh, what was your first non-acting job?
1: My first non-acting job was when I was 16. I worked at Build-A-Bear and I was a bear builder and they let me be the mascot. So I was bear me for like a, a, a season or two.
0: <laughs> What's a movie that never fails to make you laugh?
1: Oh, Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2. Good choice.
0: (laughs) And a movie that never fails to make you cry. The Notebook. (laughs) Good choice. Right? right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you could guest star on any TV show, which would you choose?
1: I would choose Abbott Elementary. Another good choice. And uh, (laughs) lastly,
0: describe your most memorable audition in three words. And memorable can mean good or bad. So that's up to you.
1: Uh, most memorable audition, terrifying, uh, exhilarating and, um, mind blowing. Yeah. And w- what was the other, I-, I didn't even catch it. It kind of cut out of the end.
0: Oh no, it was just, um, like I said, memorable audition. So memorable oh. can mean good or bad because sometimes people yeah, pull from so, either side.
1: <laughs> yeah. Terrifying, exhilarating. I don't even know if I said exhilarating, but exhilarating was another <laughs> way I felt and mind blowing, still mm-hmm. mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So I'm curious, you know, um, with our show, we've been doing this for just over two years now, um, and we've heard so many different stories, sort of like actor origin stories. So what was that aha
1: moment for you,
0: that moment where everything just clicked and you're like, this is what I want to do for a living?
1: That happened for me when I was really, really young. Even before then, I was about three years old, and my aunt, you know, she was almost like our stage mom, me and my cousin, because she would take my cousin to uh, dance classes. And then she would take me to, like, different acting auditions and, you know, stuff like that at at just three. And so at three, I said, you know, I want to be on TV, and she always reminds me of that. And then I got really shy for years, you know, I couldn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to walk across the stage, I was really stage fright. And, you know, I could, I could remember stuff, but I was like, No, I don't want to do it. I'm nervous. I don't really like meeting new people. And then at about like, uh, seven or eight, I don't know what it was. uh, But I said, you know, I think I want to do this as a career, you know, I still I talk about it, even till to this day, Sister Act 2 being one of those things that I think was the foundation of you know, the artistic community, just seeing, you know, I went to a Catholic school and Mm. I grew up in a city. So it was like seeing those kids in the Catholic school, you know, going to going through the motions of life, even though it might have been like a a high school at the time. And I was like seven or eight, I was like, you know, I can see myself in those kids. You know, I I, I see myself and just the magic of movie making, you know, I've always loved Whoopi Goldberg ever since I was a kid and probably even younger than seven and eight, uh, right. you know, jumping jack flash, stuff like that. I've, I've always loved that. Uh, but once I turned seven and eight saw that I was in Catholic school and I was bit by the bug. And I said, I wanted to do this as as a career. And I think the first, uh, stage show that I did was Charlotte's web or, or mm. Charlie and the chocolate Black factory. We did both of those around like seventh and eighth grade. Uh, so then by that time I eventually went on to PPAS and, you know, it, it's been something that was a foundation ever since a kid. And yeah, I would say about seven or eight. I told my aunts and family, I want to do this as a career. And mm-hmm. and I've been going ever since.
0: <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure that there have been sort of, you know, for everyone, there's always like bumps in the road uh, along yes. trying to get to where we want to be. So does anything in particular stick out as uh, a particular obstacle that mm. uh, came your way that you had to sort of overcome?
1: Um, well, Yes, and no. So there were there there are always multiple obstacles and hurdles, I think, that come up in any career, especially when you're trying to do one that deals with vulnerability and passions across the spectrum of artistry. Um, So when I was younger, I think it was, you know, I wanted to uh, explore different artistic outlets, you know, like stage and like film and TV. But my family wanted me to stick to commercials and stuff that, you know, you could kind of do that in a day and it didn't necessarily pull you out of school or pull you away from your studies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So even though I was going to PPAS, uh, Professional Performing Arts School, uh, and you can sort of like be on location and stuff like that. And for, you know, a few times I was on location and filming while in high school, uh, but it wasn't until after then that I was really able to branch out and explore some of those other sort of facets of, of the industry uh, mm-hmm. but then of course once you get into that it becomes you know you realize that you're not uh, the only one out there and I always say that this is an industry sometimes that you know it, it's more difficult before it becomes easier if it ever becomes easier you know uh, so it's about it's about really sticking to it and trusting that you have uh, a voice and that your voice matters and that you know that That you have something to say that needs to be heard and if this is a passion of yours then always keep pursuing it you know i Mm. for myself i face different hurdles you know i say that this career is almost like a roller coaster it goes up up and down and there are peaks and valleys all the time and i've seen the successes of things that i've done in the past and i've seen you know the dips as well, you know, but you always know that if a dip happens, that the only way to go after that is right back up. So you stick to that, you know, you stick to your guns and to your process and trust that the journey, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want a microwavable career. I want something of substance and 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 a legacy over time, you know, mm-hmm. so it's something that you you take time with and you enjoy the process and you enjoy the journey because everything and every step is, a, a you know, there's something else that you can learn along the way.
0: Yeah, I love yeah. that, the, the microwavable career. I've never heard that before. That's great. You want like, yeah, that no, roast. I don't want a hot pocket.
1: Yeah. Right. I, ain't to, I don't want no hot pocket. Shoot. <laughs> Give me a Sunday roast, you know, let it take time. Right. You know, that's, that's what I think. That's what is the most important thing to remember too, especially with things like social media that come up nowadays, you know, everything is so instant. It's Instagram and instant yeah. gramification almost. And so, you know, I don't want to be around for just a moment you know I enjoy the process I enjoy learning and 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 growing with people over time and being introduced to different ideas and things that I hadn't learned before and especially when you're in this industry and you're pursuing something like acting one of the only things that helps you build characters is life experience you know so life experience only comes with time and a journey and accepting that a journey takes takes you out of your comfort zone and stretches you in different ways but a part of that all goes back to what you're trying to craft. If that's what you're trying to craft, you know, and I think it's very important to to stick to that and enjoy that process.
0: And um, so, I would I'd like to um, chat about uh, patience, which is the the play that you're currently in rehearsals for. Yes. Um, previews and opening are just a few weeks away. And it's described yes. as uh, a meditation on Black excellence, next chapters in playing a very long game alone. <laughs> Before we talk about sort of the rehearsal process, um, how early did you get involved? Was it sort of like a traditional um, audition? Where did you do readings of it beforehand? Or like, when did you sort of enter?
1: Uh, so I, uh, I I know that they had had workshops and had been looking at this work for a while second stage and Johnny G. Lloyd, who was the writer of it had been working together closely and even from the first read through that we had uh fourth day of rehearsal you know they'd said that this is one of the projects that they really held uh, a close esteem to and it, it it they held it close to their heart and Even from when I read it the first time, you know, it jumped off the page to me. I was brought into the process after the workshop once they, you know, finally started to audition people for it. And the first thing that I had to do because it was done, I think for us, it's like the... I won't say the tail end of COVID, but, you know, the process or where we are now is a much different place than where we were, you know, a year and a half ago or a year ago, even when it comes down to auditioning in the industry. Uh, So in New York city though, what we're still doing is still auditioning by self tape for initial tapes. And so one of the first tapes that I did was just, you know, one of the monologues in the show. And then after that, it went on to the callback process. And then you're meeting with the creatives and, and getting to work some, you know, with someone else and, 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 and play with the dialogue and then there was a chemistry read in the end after that second uh callback so it was it was more of a traditional sort of audition process that we ended up going through like i said it it kind of felt like it almost did before covid uh Mm -hmm. but the first audition process or first part of the audition was a self-tape and like I said, as well, for, for lack of a better phrase, it jumped off the page to me when I first read it. And there was something just so visceral about the language and about the story, about the lives of each five of these characters, you know, and the journey that they all take together and, and how, and how I've been able to, this is speaking from my character standpoint of dang and I, how I've been able to, you know, move as a world champion of solitaire and, really how all of these lives have been such an almost like crash the film have been an intricate part of the journey of this story and 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 the journey of each other you know it's such a a beautiful story and I really I can't wait for everyone to come see if you're available I would say come see.
0: (laughs) And uh, during the uh, rehearsal process and exploring the text um, over the last few weeks um, what has been sort of the most eye-opening experience of it all?
1: uh just the you know in film and tv i always say that there's such a difference because you're within that time you're working sometimes just with one other person or you know you you don't get to see the full world and what's been beautiful about theater again is being able to be in the room and get that full visceral sort of experience with artists of this caliber you know i it's a true gift to be able to jump back into theater after working on film and tv for i think you know, for such a long time. And being able to hold down both sides of it has been something that I've always dreamed of. But this room, the rehearsal room, the theater has always been just a sacred space, a dojo, and almost like a a meditative uh, arena, if you will. And being able to learn off of these other artists, uh, work with, you know, the writer and director so closely. And and really feel out all the parts of theater again. I was trained in theater. So to be back into this immersive experience is, you know, it's a gift. Like I said, Uh, film and TV have such a different, um, I guess, process to it. You know, Mm -hmm. the rehearsal sometimes is one time through with the blocking, and then you invite all the, you know, the teams in to sort of like light it up and dress it and do all the works. And then you're shooting. Sometimes you're shooting one scene for 16 hours you know on a very long day depending on how many pages that scene is but uh and how intricate everything is but with stage you're really able to live out through the process and the life of someone and create their story arc in a much truncate a much more truncated amount of time and you know you're 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 living in real time and there's no cut there's no going back there's no any of that there's just it's just go. And it's so amazing to be able to explore the process of go with a team like this.
0: Uh, so because you've been sort of doing theater and television film for, for so long, um, each of them, what would you say are sort of like the biggest differences? Because um, cause I've, I've also sort of dabbled in TV while also doing lots of theater. Um, mm-hmm. And sort of like what you say exactly about rehearsals is very true. Like you get that one through and then the teams come in and then that's kind of it the every take that is out on you is your other rehearsal Um, yeah so you know you've worked on such great shows like the boys and boardwalk empire and and a ton of others so what would you say is like sort of the biggest differences um between the creative process of stage versus screen
1: yeah i would say outside of just the rehearsal is uh getting to explore an entire life you know and uh, film and t- in the film and TV world, not only are you, is it a, like I said, a truncated amount of time that you rehearse, but you're also rehearsing and shooting and filming everything completely sporadic and a lot of times out of order. Mm-hmm. And so you don't really get to see the full arc of a character. You sort of have to plan ahead and be able to pull it back in order to know how to really puzzle piece. The pieces of film and television together uh, because that's what it is at the end of the day it's a bunch of still very small reels that are put on something and run together to tell a story and it's about you understanding what part of that story you're at and going forward and coming back but with theater one of the beautiful things is is that you know in this process we were able to rehearse just in the the trajectory of the show you know from beginning to end Is how we started out when it came to table work how it started out when we came to staging it and how we're moving into run-throughs and and stumble-throughs and all of those parts of the process and that's what's great and the beauty of that is now you can create sort of the masterpiece of the through arc throughout the entire show uh whereas with film and television you know you just you never know where the through arc is. Sometimes, of course, the the, the story tells you, uh, but you're 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 not able to uh, build up to that. You're just at that place. What's beautiful is uh, being able to create this through arc in this story uh, with this play and with you know theater in general. That's one of the most magnificent, uh, excuse me, magnificent things about theater. Is I I like I said I enjoy the process and the journey and and being able to create that journey is probably the mo- the biggest difference.
0: And I'm curious, looking ahead, um, what's on the bucket list for you? Are there any like dream franchises you want to work on genres, co-stars <laughs> dabbling into writing and directing? Like what what, yeah. what? what do you want to do?
1: Yeah, there's always so much. I mean, I think once I, you know, Once I get a taste of anything when it comes to this industry and this career, you know, I always it's almost like getting a tattoo. You get your tattoo, your first tattoo, and you want to go back to the next one, probably less than an hour later. Uh, So I I definitely want to dabble in writing and producing and directing as well. That's, you know, I took an an undergrad directing course uh, years ago now, but I think it's important for actors to understand directors and vice versa. And what better way than to step behind that, you know, step behind the camera, throw on that, you know, the director hat and really understand exactly what a director is looking for their eye and, you know, a different lens into the artistry and the the work, you know, and same thing when it comes to writing and producing, I would love to be able to write and produce one day. And it's those are some of the things at the top of my list. But when it comes down to different franchises, there are a bunch of franchises, <laughs> a bunch of just different shows that I would love to guest in and you know even walk on for and maybe even recur or or you know or be around for a while and be a regular on uh that list i think somehow gets longer every season because there's like i said one of my one of the dream places right now would be abbott elementary you know there were new things and new forms of life that we're seeing now and that's what's beautiful about film tv and theater is that there's so many different voices that are coming to the forefront now that you know like I said, that list gets longer every day. There's there's something new. Uh, but I would, of course, love to dabble in the DC world and the Marvel world. You know, someone a few weeks ago during, the, during Press and Everything for the Boys, they asked me what superhero I would love to be. And, you know, I said Spike, you know, Storm's nephew, because nobody's sort of claimed him yet. There's, you know, <laughs> nobody's been him yet. So yeah. there's just, there's a lot of different things. But I'm always open to whatever comes across the table, and whatever continues to you know build and 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 uh, and expand the artistry is is any is the rooms that I would love to be in, and, and those are the conversations I would love to have. So, if they want to talk to me, I would love to talk to them as well. Whoever they are,
0: right? <laughs> Kevin Feige, you know, whoever it is, <laughs> right?
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, so before we go, we always end with a another sort of uh, it's a non rapid fire game called Now that We Know You. Uh, okay. So firstly, uh, fill in the blank. If I weren't working in the arts, I'd be.
1: If I weren't working in the arts, I would be. Oh gosh. Well, I I I love just different arts, so I'd probably do something really like chill and like <laughs> I'd probably do pottery and painting or something <laughs> like that. Very relaxed. Mm. <laughs>
0: What role have you had the most fun playing?
1: What role have I had the most fun playing? I had so much fun working on The Equalizer with Queen Latifah and just that whole CBS uh, team. It had been a, I'd been on the network a couple of times. And so being able to work on it in this way, you know, being given the action, being given the suspense and, and, you know, and being able to play with the Queen, that was that was so much fun and literally it was the day after the boys and some people would think it was the boys because of the explosions but really that entire sort of like month period was some of the most exciting exciting work that i've ever done in my life uh but queen latifah is queen latifah
0: yeah <laughs> the <It's> a legend
1: <laughs> legend uh
0: what is the best advice you've ever gotten
1: to trust yourself to trust yourself and trust that you're enough you know there's a lot of this industry and a lot of things that happen in life that we will end up turning the camera back at us or, you know, looking back in the mirror and saying, well, what's, what's wrong with me? Why, what don't I have? And what's interesting. And, you know, I just spoke about this sort of idea and concept of someone a few weeks ago, you know, is so many times we look to be something different. You know, we look to be the best. We look to be just something other than who we are in the moment. And mm. the most beautiful thing that you experience is acceptance of yourself, not just from others, but uh, of yourself. And, you know, we try to be some, something else so many different times, but what the world wants is who we are right now, you know, especially when it comes down to acting. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've realized is, you know, don't try to be that actor that, you know, you think you see or or put on that You know, that that voice, you know, the reason why you got hired, the reason why you were brought in, the reason why that agent wanted you in the first place is because of you. It's because Mm -hmm. you were exactly who you are in this moment. So what's the point in trying to be something else? Be you. That's the biggest thing. Be you and trust that you are enough because knowing that, will it'll take you light years.
0: Yeah. And uh, similarly, what's the worst advice that you've ever gotten?
1: Uh... (laughs) <laughs>
0: and we try and forget well, all that advice i won't
1: go the. i won't say the word so it wasn't the worst advice but i know so when you're working in very close quarters um I, i'll it wasn't the worst advice but i'll say something that you probably shouldn't do don't eat the chili right before you're working like two person intimate scenes it doesn't necessarily you know <laughs> you can wait until after Uh, So that's probably the best advice is probably don't eat the chili right before, you know, you're in a two person scene, two person close up scene. But yeah, it's 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 you live and you learn, you know, so also just no spatial awareness (laughs) and that, you know, I just I I I ate the chili once and I'll never do it again. So
0: (laughs) and uh, lastly, in 10 words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor?
1: Ten words or less. I don't want to use all ten. I, I would try to masterfully put it together. Always believe that every room is meant for you. Period. That's ten.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well Justin, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Uh, if anyone wants to find you on Instagram or anywhere on social media, where can they find you?
1: Yes, you can find me on Instagram at official Justin Davis and I'm also on Cameo, Justin Davis. See you guys there. You there. Go.
0: Awesome. And folks, as always, you can find us on Instagram, Actors with Issues. Give me a follow at Juan official and be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Actors with Issues podcast for new episodes every Monday. And don't miss Justin Davis in Patience in previews August yes. 2nd and officially opening August 16th at the McGinn-Kazale Theater in New York City.
1: I actually got to tell you, we're going to do August 3rd. We're adjusting to August 3rd, and we will be there August 3rd through the 28th. So come uptown and see us, because we can't wait to see you guys, too.
0: Awesome. And as always, I'm Hanyala. This is Actress With Issues, and we'll see you next week.